Welcome to Sermon q and I'm Pastor Craig, and I'm here with Pastor Alex. Yesterday, February 13th, we did a message, our final message in the series on John the Baptist, the greatest man who ever lived. And yesterday, our message was about despair and death of John the Baptist. A couple of good questions came out of that, and a couple of them we're going to handle today. So, Alex, your question today is, is it wrong for a Christian to despair? Yeah, I think that's uh, a fair question. I think that this is a message that we can kind of intuit, uh, whether it's uh, whether it's from like messages in our church. So just to give the answer up front, I want to say really clearly, no, that it is not wrong for a Christian to despair. Okay. Uh, there are a few reasons for this, but uh, I, I think one of the biggest ones is that like, Goodness, we encounter a litany of biblical characters who at various points in their life encounter despair. Mm-hmm. Like I think of Elijah after what is perhaps the most victorious moment of his ministry, right? Uh, up on the Mount, uh, Mount Carmel, he you know puts all the prophets of the false god to shame. And then uh, uh, he comes away from that moment and he's like, am I the only righteous person left in the whole world? <laughs> like, right, like he, and this is wrecking him, right? He thinks his nation is doing, he's just really worried about this. So he walks away and uh, the thing that comforts him is the still small voice of God. Yeah, right? so he's worried because the queen wants his head, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So he has reason to despair. Yes, right, yeah. Right? He doesn't know what's going to happen. And he just had a major victory and he's wondering what in the world is what's God doing? On? Yeah, right. yeah, Good. that's exactly right. So yeah. in John the Baptist, we uh, we see him despair, uh, you know, in the middle. He's stuck in prison after he has just been, he's had all of this influence. He's handed things off to Jesus, right? Big victory for him. But then uh, now he's he's stuck. He doesn't know what's happening with Jesus. Rotting right? in prison for a year. Right, yeah. And yeah, yeah so we- Really. Right. And so so we encounter him in despair. And even Jesus, like in the middle of the garden, right, going into the most torturous thing that a human being could ever experience, uh, having the wrath of God poured out on his body and his soul and his emotions. And uh, he is in the garden sweating drops of blood, uh, praying. So so the the idea of like not just anxiety, but despair and like wondering, like, I don't want to walk through through this. Nevertheless, God, let your will be done, right? That's what he says. So so we encounter biblical characters going through this. Um, and so I, I, like that gives us the idea that, that despair in and of itself is not wrong, especially like it'd be wrong to say that it's sinful if Jesus like, you know, went through despair. That would be right? problematic. So, yeah, that would be problematic. So, uh, so I, that's interesting. And then also I think like it's worth saying that some despair actually can be good or can yield good results. So uh, Jesus tells the parable of um, the, well, he, he tells a story of a Pharisee and a tax collector and how they both go uh, to pray. And the, the Pharisee, when he's praying, he says, thank you, God, that I'm not like this tax collector. And I'm, you know, I have all my stuff together. And then uh, the, the tax collector's prayer is, you know, we get the idea that he is like broken over yeah. his life. And he says, have mercy on me, a sinner. Beats his breast. Right. Yeah. Like his despair yeah. is over his sin. And so uh, that is leading him to a place of humility, yeah. leading him to a place of repentance and confession, right? So so despair in some ways can yield good things. Uh, and so as I, I think about despair for us, there's like a really key difference for Christians. 
Like despair in and of itself is not wrong, but First Thessalonians 4.13 tells us that, uh, it talks about grief, right? Which grief is a form of despair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those who have passed on, we don't grieve so, as those who have no hope. So he's not saying we don't grieve at all. He says, we don't grieve as those who have no hope. Which is to say, like in the middle of our grief, there is this thread that we have to hold on to. There's this anchor that we have. And so um, so it, it's as if like despair is actually like, it's just acknowledged as a thing that you're going to experience in a broken world, mm. right? But in the midst of that experience, Christians kind of have this different way of approaching despair and mm. that. Uh, we hold on to eternal truths mm. in the midst of our despair. I think about Jesus uh, when he's being really honest, one of his honest, you know, transparent moments with his disciples yeah. about what's to come mm. in their ministries. And uh, he looks at them and he says, listen, in this world, you'll have tribulation, yeah. but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm. So it's almost like I, you are going to go through some pretty horrific things. You're right. going to despair. Mm. But don't worry, because there's a greater plan at work. Which John the Baptist, this is why we're talking about this, right? Right. He's in He's in the dungeon. He never gets to see the miracles. He never gets to hear that's Jesus exactly preaching. Right. Mm-hmm. He does the baptism, and that's pretty good. But from there, he's gone. <laughs> right, to he's gone, right, yeah. And Jesus is doing these incredible things. And so he asked Jesus at the end of his life, are you really the one? Right, did I get this right? Did I waste my <laughs> or, life? What's going on? Or should we wait for another? Right. So his faith is still there. He's, mm-hmm. he's saying... I'm still waiting, but yeah. just let me know, are you the one? And then he puts his head on the chopping block, loses his head. I can't mm. imagine the confusion right. that went through his... He thinks he's got a major part in this kingdom to come. Right. Why isn't Jesus rescuing right, Which is me? about the undoing of like all the brokenness know, in all the yeah. world. And he like gets driven further into brokenness, right? <laughs> it's like, he's losing his head over some right. girl that danced. It's, right. it's like crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine the despair, the confusion. Mm. And I understand the question, why he would ask that question. Right. And um, so I think for us, it's helpful to know despair can be a, a, a powerful, good thing. Yeah. Can it lead us to a bad place, though? Yeah, I mean, I think despair can absolutely, like, we can be controlled by our despair mm. to lead us to places that we ought not to go, right? Um, so uh, we were talking about this before we were recording, but the parable of the sower, yeah. there is, uh, you know, one of the seeds that was cast was cast on the thorny ground. Yeah. The thorns come up and kind of choke it out. And the uh, the idea that Jesus conveys with that is that uh, there are trials and tribulations yep. that will come and some people will not hold strong onto that Chokes anchor faith of faith. Out. Yeah, that's right. That, that anchor of these are the things that are true regardless yeah. of your circumstances, regardless of your despair. There are some people who won't hold on to that. So we can be controlled by our despair to go uh, in places that God doesn't want us to go. So I think it's fair to say that as well. So what would you say somebody? They're going through despair. They don't want to get choked out. They want to... But but they, they're still in the middle of it. It's yeah. still painful. What do we tell them? Okay. So uh, I think that's a really good question. Number one, I don't... I never have the expectation that any words I'm going to say in the moment are going to relieve their despair. And I let them know that ahead of time. But then I say, can we just remember what is true about you and about your eternity and about 
uh, your life now in Jesus, right? And let's be thankful for those things together. And let's rehearse those things to ourselves that like we have received a glorious inheritance with the saints, that we um, have promises of heaven and goodness, that we have the presence of the Holy Spirit with us, that we are deeply loved by our Father. And these things, these truths, and, and many more along with them, things that are true of us in Jesus are anchors for our soul. Yeah, I love it. They don't drive the despair away. Which explains why Jesus, his answer to John the Baptist yeah. was not yes. <laughs> yeah, your circumstances are going to get better. Or yeah. yes, you're, yes, I'm the one yes, who's going to yeah, He right. doesn't say that. He says, let me remind you yeah. of the promises of Scripture, yeah. right? The blind are seeing, yeah. the lame are walking, yeah. the deaf are hearing. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's right. Everything's yeah. going according to plan. Amen. I love it. <laughs> well, we have enjoyed getting to talk together through this uh very good question. Hopefully it's been helpful to you. Join us again next time for another Sermon Q&A.